All right, on three. One, One two, two, three. three. Yo, 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 welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Sam Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And welcome to this week's episode. I hope everyone is doing all right. Uh, if you're returning back again, thank you so much for the support. It means so much to us. We really put in so much work for you guys. So please utilize everything that we have. And if you're new, welcome on aboard. We have a lot to talk about today. And uh, make sure you stay tuned to the very end. Make sure you like and subscribe. Rate us five stars. You already know the deal. Adam, yes, you got anything to say? Nah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So tell me, what is your playlist name for the past week yeah man i mean it's just been the same old same old but uh, if i had a playlist name of the week it would be system overload okay and then the first song would be rihanna's work okay it's just been moving non-stop uh, you know school how that's been um literally how i had a snowstorm yeah. um so maneuvering through that so literally just been grinding all week awful. what about you man mine is i'm excited i got the shirt on right now <laughs> the title of my playlist is trust the process <laughs> Joel God, Embiid. please tell me we are getting James Harden. Today is Tuesday. The NBA trade deadline ends Thursday. <laughs> I want James Harden in a Philadelphia 76ers jersey now. Um, and I think it's going to happen. So I'm going to trust you, the process. You better hope he stays away from little baby who's going to yeah. get fat again. <laughs> <laughs> Not, he's boys with Michael Rubin, who's the president of the yep. Sixers. Um, we'd accept him. <laughs> I'm fine with Ben Simmons, but tr- I'm trusting the process this trust week. Trust the process. Trust the process, y'all. Yeah, they can't see it, but there's a giant. Oh, literally tab. right there, right there's in front. A giant I didn't notice. <laughs> um, but to get into some of the music that came out yesterday, um, well, I guess today, February eighth, we got a surprise release from the Coke Goat, Pusha T, the real OG, dropping. Yeah, what we think is the first single for the album. I assume it's the first single for the album. For Diet sure. Coke, produced by Eighty Eight Keys, Kanye West. It seems like Pusha was. Born to just ride on Kanye West production. Did you end up seeing the music video? Yeah. Um, uh, the black and white. Music. Yeah, it was insane. I just like the minimalistic. I yeah. love the part on the couch and they're just nodding their head because you know that Dude, beat is crazy. They look so filthy in that. Like, <sighs> I mean, just starting off with, with the production. I mean, if I, what, what if I said this was my probably my favorite song that's dropped so far this year, honestly? Like I, I when this song no, came no, out, I goes, played it like 50 times, dude, back it to goes, back. It goes so hard. It's not like my favorite Kanye beat I've heard Pusha go on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I would compare it to the Daytona beat so far. It might be like let lower on that album list, but this shit goes hard. Um, I was just kind of upset because I saw some people even talking a little bit of smack like, oh, this was, uh, what was it like? Not, it was underwhelming. It wasn't all that great. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but Pusha could have came hard. I'm like, bruh, like, were you... Were you listening to music or do you just yeah. do you skim through it? Like there's bars on that. Are you, and, you quoting Jay-Z, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, Pusha was doing his thing on this. And then yeah. his performance, the flow on the second verse, um, crazy. The flow is untouched. The drum is tucked. Drive yeah. color when roads get rough. Snows are must. The nose adjusts. Young G's like hove and puff. Mm. I was seeing on Twitter yesterday, someone was saying, if you're ever having trouble, th- this is a two-verse song, but they're saying, if you ever have trouble thinking of a third verse, treat the third verse like you're a feature artist. And I got the vibe on this song that the second verse sounded different. Like the way he came into it, it wasn't like it just kind of sounded like a different person for a second. And the way he rhymes on it, it was just, it was clearly the better verse in the song. I thought. Do you I think Pusha is getting better with age? Yes. It's kind of crazy um, because in terms of older rappers, man, like I've not seen a lot like him. Like apart from yeah. him and Royce, um, I know back then obviously he has his clip stuff, um, classic, of course, classic material. But I mean, man. 
his, his music is just getting better and better. If he sticks with Kanye and does his thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's better than Young. Because, like, I've recently been getting into Hell Hath No Fury, mm-hmm. which is just, like, the dirtiest album ever. So I don't know if he's better now. But something I wanted to ask you, because people always talk about this, like, there's certain artists that only rap about one thing, and some fans get annoyed. And for some people, that's, like, what they're known for. Do you like Pusha T? Do you want to hear an album full of, quote-unquote, coke rap? Or do you want to see a mature 444 magic Pusha T? Pusha T could talk about feces and I'd still be <laughs> listening. His, I think this might be a hot take, but I think Pusha T has one of the best flows in hip hop. And he's like, at least my personal favorite, because when he opens his mouth, man, my head is just yeah. nodding. Yuck. Yuck. I mean, he's just a real, real yeah. um, lyricist and a really sharp pen. He can he can really talk about whatever for me. And I enjoy the coke rap. There's not a lot yeah. of people in that lane doing that. He's got one of those voices that can just say anything. It's like ASAP Rocky. Like oh, you yeah. just say the weirdest ass shit and you're just cool with it. Like, What do you think? He should be more mature or grow at least? I want him to grow. So like you have, we had Daytona just come out. Seven songs, 2018. The like, that's like the purple tape. Like, that's like, that's your peak form of cocaine rap. You can't get much better than that. I am ready to hear him talk about shit that's going on in, in his 40s. And doing it over some hard-ass Neptune's Kanye production. I want to hear... Like, I'm fine with the occasional... Not occasional. There's going to be a lot of them, no matter what. But I would love to hear him touch on some different topics than maybe just that. Um, yeah, I think it's time for like him to maybe show us some of the other things he's been philosophizing on. Hey, bruh, if hand. it's not broke, don't fix it. It's, not, it's definitely not broke. I mean, I don't know. Because now that yeah. you think about it, he does talk about Coke. Like, I got to get the meme. Like, it's kind of funny that this is the first single off the project, yeah. Diet Coke. I feel like he's obviously a great marketer, of course, and he did yeah. it on purpose. It's kind of funny. But it would be kind of weird for me to hear Pusha, like, on... Like on some four 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 shit, like yeah, my kids and this. I don't even like, have like. <laughs> bro, I mean, how many ways are there? Is there to talk about using a fork on the stove? Bro, the answer we, is a lot. There's a lot of ways <laughs> to do it. Bro, you have all these, <laughs> you have all these artists, and like it's crazy how many metaphors and similes and shit they come up with talking about Coke. Dude, like you would think, I would get bored. It would be repetitive. The fact you use diet coke, that's a joke, right? <laughs> you're coming in with diet yeah. coke, but in, at least in the hood, there was no yeah. diet coke. It was straight coke and the people were suffering. There was no yeah. diet. There was no lackadaisical. So he can talk about all the coke he wants to and the stove tops. <laughs> he, he said, my tunnel vision is only under the stove yeah. lights, bro. That's hard. What features do you want on this album? Ooh. There's some, I don't know. I don't know. That's actually a really good question because I, I could really listen to a whole album of just push yeah. like Daytona except for the one Kanye, oh, Kanye Rick Ross. Yeah. But I, don't, I mean, I really don't care. I just want to hear him. I saw a tweet that said, um, <clears throat> someone asked him about, um, some, something about Jeezy and um, Jay-Z, how the song like Jay-Z teaches you about like drug trafficking and when you hear Jeezy rap, you feel like you're actually there with him. And he said, one of these guys is on my album. I'm assuming <laughs> Jay-Z. And if we get Jay-Z Pusha, that's, That'd be crazy. It's over. I'm on a, who, which beat is are they going to choose for him? Is it going to be a Kanye? Is it going to be yeah. going to be a Neptune's beat? I think it's going to be crazy. I I'm, I'm down for some like a more obscure, um, more obscure uh, features. This is for sure going to be one of the best be cool. projects of the year. And um, Push yeah. has been teasing us with it. This is and, one that know. I'm going to have my expectations like up here. Yeah, it better be, for real. <laughs> then on some um, fucking some crazy shit I saw. <laughs> um, Nor Noriega. Claim that the new Two Chains album. We'll get into it more. He claims it's a classic. I'll first listen. Um, <laughs> I'll first listen. <laughs> the answer is a resounding no. It is not a classic. Um, this album 
He had he was he had a couple of good songs come out that didn't even make it like Mortgage Free. We've talked about this so many times. That's the land I want to change to be on. Um, this album was like actually whatever. There was yeah. there was only one song I liked on it. And it was the one with Stove God Cooks, which was cool seeing Stove God Cooks get on a Two Chains album, like a commercial person's album. But uh, how do you feel about that one? You want me to talk about? The yeah, pro- let's hear you think about the project. Uh, Assuming you don't think it's a classic. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, but um. I just want to be careful because obviously Two Chains is a legend. Um, he is a great rapper, but this project really wasn't for me. If I'm being honest, there was like probably three tracks that I I, yeah. I, I actually enjoyed. I thought was all right. Um, I, first, I just don't like his production that much, um, and like the like the flows he's maybe using on these beats. I blame the beats, but it's like just find something else. Like you're just talking yeah. about mortgage. Uh, a, they're a little lazy. Yeah, just like the rhyme schemes he's doing. Yeah, it kind of sounds like he's freestyling over poppy beats. Mm-hmm. He has a song called Pop Music or whatever. Um, I like the one with Four Two Doug on it. I'm I'm just slowly liking his voice more. But even that song, like it's not in my rotation anymore. He put that shit as the second song. Yeah. He didn't put what's it called Mortgage with Primo. What's it called Mortgage? Mortgage Free, which is I guess a him and Primo song. But instead, he's like, now nah, I'm gonna put this pop music as yeah. the very second track, and that's Noriega's classic. Oh my god. It reminds me of I remember uh, Puff Daddy, and obviously Noriega, Puff Daddy, they're businessmen. You know, they 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 yeah. they joke around, but he was talking about DJ Khaled's album. Was gonna be a classic. And I was really like hyped up for this Khaled album. Oh man, if yeah. Puff said it, it has like, to be what true. Could it, what could it possibly have been? To and me? it was mediocre as hell. Um, <laughs> but for you, at least, what is a classic album? What, what is uh, a entails a classic album? Because obviously, it's something that's very heated in the hip hop community. For one, I think you need to wait five years before if you know an album is classic. Have to. Have to. It has to have the impact years later. Can't be in the moment. You don't know how an album's gonna go. I'm trying to think of a good example. No of exception. I think there's a couple exceptions. I think it's pretty hard to feel the impact of an album, even if you love it. Like I, I can imagine when To Pippa Butterfly dropped, that was people my were like, "Whoa, instant classic!" But I didn't like it when I first listened to it. It took. I mean, I was also like 15 and had to get used to like the jazziness and like that side of music. But like, I guess in certain cases, like, I think something Forest Hill Drive, people don't compare. Like they don't call it a classic because of how like how it changed music industry. But it's like five years later, like it, it cemented Cole as a top three rapper for a full decade. And it was his best album at the time. So it's a classic. Yeah. And, I, yeah. And, then, and then there's a bunch of rappers who sound like J. Cole, obviously, which have been molded <laughs> from that, including myself. But <laughs> I think I like the five years. I think it's a very, uh, very structured and strict line. I just think there's some projects that if it drops, it's like, you know it's the one. Imagine being in the 90s, 94, and Nomadic drops. They did label it a classic before it dropped, right? They gave it five stars. Uh, the, the source, source did? Gave, gave it five stars before it came out. I mean, I, 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 like you said, it's very, very, very yeah. rare. Um, but for me, it needs to be um, lasting time over generations. So not only the current generation enjoys it, yeah. but the next and the future ones will appreciate it. So time is important, okay. like you said. I haven't really thought about this, but what do you think is the most recent classic we've gotten? Great question, but that's you the same. The most recent. This is the biggest problem. People confuse amazing albums with yes. classic albums. Exactly. Classics, it's just, it happens, you know? Like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure to build one. And just because the album is incredible doesn't yeah. mean it's a classic. There's some classic albums that aren't the greatest things of all time. Carter 3, some people say Carter 2 is better. Carter 3 has a lot of, not a lot, sorry. Just like maybe one dud. We all know the song, but um, it's, it's, it's okay. But at least for a classic recently, some people may say like Daytona, Bandana, but I'm going to hold off on those. Uh, if we start from 2015, I can say Rodeo and To Pimper Butterfly. Okay. Um, if you're reading this too, I believe it was 2015 as well. 
we move on, I don't really think there's a lot, apart from the main ones, Bandana and Daytona, but I don't think they're classics. Seven tracks can't be a classic. I'm sorry. Really? That's, it uh, can, but it needs to be really good, like Illmatic 10 tracks. I, I agree that Daytona's not a classic. I think Bandana is. Low-key. I think, and I wasn't as educated on this style at the time it came out, but I feel like that album did so well. It caused this whole shift in music that like that style of music has come back in full circle, that that is like kind of the most popular brand of hip-hop right now is this like soul sample, like Alchemist Madlib type beat. And that's kind of Freddie's job. Like that was Freddie who did that and Griselda. Here's but, the thing though. Does that impact? I think it has it. I think I'm rapping. I'm a white Think about the albums I just said. Rodeo to Pimp a Butterfly. If you're reading this, it's too late. Then we skip to Bandana. I think it has, I think it has the impact. Dude, it has me, this white Jewish kid rapping over beats with no drums on it. <laughs> like, why am I rapping with no drums over shit? Because Freddie Gibbs did it with no drums. And because Fair Griselda. Enough. So I think Bandana's one. And in response to Rodeo, I think I think Astroworld is the classic, not Rodeo. Yes and no. Astro, to me, Rodeo is... When I, okay, so Travis Scott had an off and on and off relationship with him. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. But in the beginning, when I heard Astro, I thought Astro was better. Astro even had bigger impact. Why Astro could have been a potential classic was it was huge. So Everywhere you went, you heard Travis. The concerts. Yeah. That's probably one of the greatest concert rollouts of all time. Yeah, probably. The, I've never seen someone focus so much on like the layout of their concert. Incredible. The problem is... It got snubbed. You would think that an album like that would yeah. win awards, would get some That's like praise. That's 2018 too, right? Yeah. He didn't win shit for that yeah. project. Who? It was Mac Miller, Daytona, Astroworld, and what? Cardi B. <laughs> Did Cardi B win? Cardi B won. No. It was bad. I was mad he didn't. Nipsey, oh got, Nipsey was nominated as well. It was, yeah, it was kind of. If they're going to give it to Cardi, they might as well give it to Mac and just and like, push let, it let everyone have, be, be happy about Mac. I was kind of pissed because they brought his parents. I mean, he said, you're nominated, yeah, yeah. Mac. And his parents had to prepare a speech. You know how emotional oh, that is? Right. How to go there, dress up for their son, and they didn't win? Like, oh, that's awful. Fuck, nah, I don't um, mess with that. But I think, well, for one, like, I'm not a diehard Travis Scott fan, but mm. I know every song on that album. And I don't even listen to the album in full. I just somehow know every word to every song on it. Every artist now who's trying to be experimental is picking the uh, Astroworld type beat. Mm -hmm. Like, that changed the game for the beat choices people were picking. If Travis Scott hops in a song, it's not, like, say it's a Lil Durk song. This is, this is purely an example. Um, it's not going to be a Lil Durk song featuring Travis. It ends up just sounding like a Travis song featuring Lil Durk because Lil Durk will end up just picking the beat that sounds like Travis. And I think it had such an impact on everyone. So I'm going. I'm going I will there. say, um, well, have you always been a Travis fan or just recently with Astro that really got you into him? That probably, yeah, I'll say that got me more into him. A lot of the people just jumped on the ship now. They prefer Astro World. But people have been following Travis for a long time. Um, they go yeah. Rodeo. I think you should listen to Rodeo again. It is to. incredible. Because Apple Pie. Is like one of the best songs ever. I can tell. Yeah. Like it, it, it Loki craps on Astro in terms of like Astro. The theme uh, is dope. I love those beats on Astro though. Like it actually, I love when an album sound matches the title. Like it mm -hmm. sounds like you're in space. It does. Album, it sounds sick. But how long is it though? That's the that's the knock I give to Astro. It's long, it one, and there may be some tracks that could be cut. Rodeo, there may be like one track you may not like, like piss on your grave. Yeah. Um, but it is concise and it is top tier. This will shit on my entire point. But Astroworld wasn't the best album that was released the day Astroworld was released. Max Swimming. I remember that day exactly. Yes, I was at JCPenney. I was in the break room. I had Astroworld on the left, Mac on the right. I said, I'm going yeah. with my boy Mac. Um, man, rest in peace to Mac. Man, that, that, yeah. that, that still hurts me to this day. I yeah. really wish I could still hear him. It's so fucking good yeah. swimming. Um, I remember listening to um, Sicko Mode. 
And like when the beat change happened, people were like, yo, you, I was, I was at a sleepaway camp and I was with a bunch of um, other counselors and they're like, yo, you turned this song off. I'm like, I think this is the same song, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> and then Drake came and oh, said, shit was crazy. That was like a whole movement he had it going was. on. I definitely agree. I think it, it should have been a classic, but it just ended up not being. I feel like there's a lot of albums in hip hop that happens. Like yeah. it should have been. Like even like Eminem's Recovery. That was a huge album, right? Uh-huh. Huge and worldwide. But in terms of maybe quality, yeah, that may you know that may add some factor. Yeah, yeah. and there's definitely big albums that are like whatever, and there's great albums that are still like I love um, uh, Flower Boy. Mm. I don't think it's a classic. It's one of my favorite albums ever, though. Maybe one day Tyler. Uh, do you think Tyler's a classic? I don't think so. This but. is the thing: classics are important. They add your goat status, but you don't need one. So he, to me, Tyler still went back to back to back. Um, Flower Boy, Igor, Call Me If It's Too Late. That's all right because yeah. they're top quality albums. You don't need a classic. And again, it's a lot of pressure. As an artist, shouldn't be like, I need to make a classic. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about Roddy Rich recently? Um, he put a snippet out on social media and it got trashed and he deleted his account for now. So Poor like, guy. So, I mean, I know a lot of fans expect a lot. Um, but again, classics do not come. Classics should be something that's very difficult to attain and you can't yeah. keep throwing it left and right to we people cannot. now. So, would you rather be an artist? Say you're Tyler, mm-hmm. you have three certified amazing mm-hmm. albums in a row. Or be an artist that has one classic. Like, who's someone who has one classic? Uh, who's, who's, oh, come on, come on. But with, like, other albums where, like, eh. I have someone on the tip of my tongue. A lot of people say, oh, come on. I'm trying to think of a good example. I really I, should I had a disrespectful one. one in my head. I didn't want to say it. Lo- what do you think about Nas? Yeah, I was thinking yes, about Nas. at least two. I was thinking about Nas, but I skipped yeah, it yeah. immediately. <laughs> but no. I didn't want to say it. It was no. written a classic. You think so? A hundred percent. To okay. me, yo, to all my people out there, if you know, it was written as low-key better than Illmatic. It's, it's my it's favorite not, Nas album. It's, it's definitely not. It's my, I prefer it more than Illmatic. Why? If I rule the world, I gave you power. I don't need to hear this guy rapping from the perspective of a gun right now. That's one of the greatest red songs <laughs> no, of all no, time. It's great. <laughs> it is, it is no, my favorite. And I feel like- bro, This guy was yeah. 19 years old, fucking New York State of mind when he goes- um, is a recording because he didn't even know what was yeah. happening. He didn't even know what Primo was doing in there. Then oh. Elmatic is obviously the objectively greatest album of all time, yeah. but I prefer it was written. I won't use Nas though. Nas, yeah. I, I skipped over that yeah. when I thought of it. It was hard to think there of. Is, there's a lot of rappers. I can't think of one, but to your question, I probably have a lot of multiple uh, great albums. Just yeah. be consistent. That's what matters. How many classic albums does Kanye West have? Okay. College Dropout is a classic. Classic. Lay Registration is a classic. Classic. Graduation is a classic. classic. 808s, you know, you may not like it. It is a classic because of, of its influence. Um, after that, we have this My is Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. This is, classic. Already the, this is already the most ever, right? Exactly. There's no one has more than this. Jay-Z, arguable, but we'll get there. Kanye, that's five. After that, we have Yeezus, which is a great album, not a classic. Not a classic. Then we have The Life of Pablo, which is could have been. That was another should have been example. Could have. But he, he screwed up with the whole title crap. Yeah, and yeah. by mixing and matching, I remember me and my yeah. friends, we legally downloaded it. We had two different versions. And that is it from Kanye. He has five. That's incredible, though. So how many does Jay-Z have? Okay, he has um, I don't, I don't, I Reasonable Doubt. He has Volume 2, which He's put him four. on the map. He has Blueprint, Black Album. You think Volume 2 is a classic? I think it is a classic, 100%. I think give him five, It too. put that type of rap on the yeah. map. And then whether you feel about 444, we'll give it more time. And also Kanye and Jay both have watched the throne. So it is kind of insane. But they have the most in rap, in my opinion, oh, and outcast. Um, 444, I think, is a classic just because it's the first time we saw someone do that at that age, at that excellent of a skill level. So I think it has to be a classic. Damn, that was 2017. 
Yeah, I, five years. Four or five years. So now you can make yeah. your decision now. Yeah, you're right now. <laughs> four for four is a classic album. <laughs> Fight me on it. <laughs> um, then recently we saw Benny the Butcher got um, dropped Johnny P's Caddy the other week with J. Cole. It reached the top. Um, it's his first Billboard Top 100 hit. And first off, congratulations. It's amazing seeing the Griselda boys sure. on the charts. But I was thinking, do these big rappers owe it to hip-hop to be getting on these songs with underground rappers? I don't think Benny is as much as underground. I think he's more popping than mm-hmm. other rappers. But do you think it's kind of like their duty as people who love hip-hop to be like putting on for these people? I don't think it's necessarily your duty, but if you are in love with the culture, you love hip-hop, and you see someone you mess with, and you know this this person's amazing, you're going to put them on. But Loki and I think about it. We talked about Shay last week. Yeah. I want to see, that's not your duty, but it's like, she needs that mainstream appeal because she's incredible. Where's Car- I look, where's Cardi and Nikki maybe gasping or putting on her feature or something? You know what I mean? Because they fucking lose. Yeah. Because they wouldn't compete with her. Say it for the people in the back. Yes, sir. Um, but like, I'm trying to think who I was thinking of that like deserves some shine. I mean, I know there's a song with Drake and Benny that's a leaked song that just oh. never released. I'm not sure whose song it was supposed to be. You cut but that shit out. <laughs> bro, that's a, that's a like, life-changing feature. If you get Drake on your song or Drake, you're on a Drake song, like you're getting looks. And I think Drake is someone who loves all forms of hip-hop, especially he loves the underground hip-hop. He, he's familiar with the Griselda guys. So it'd be really cool to see someone of that level. It's not like taking them on their wing. Just like give Give them yeah. a shot. They're going to rap. They're scared they're going to lose because they're yeah. all better rappers than these bigger rappers. I would just say, I, again, it's not necessarily your duty, but show some respect. Like for If you have respect for someone and yeah. you really want to see them grow, why don't you help them out? I know Drake is someone who really does that, Like not necessarily with like lyricists per se, but for like maybe up-and-coming trap artists. Um, even like remember the song, um, Club Going Up on a T, yeah, some yeah. random guy. Black Boy JB, he, um, yeah, Look he, Alive. He signed that yeah. guy. Um, fuck, what's his name? I don't even remember his name. It's not, I think he's, he's like a he, songwriter now. He's not a. He's still like in the industry. When you can't make another hit. Yeah. I'm a songwriter now, guys. <laughs> and I, was, I think he did that with Juice World. I remember seeing, mm-hmm. seeing him in the um, documentary for Juice World. Um, but yeah, it'd be sick. Cole's being really good at like getting on people's songs recently. Especially, he did it. He got this guy this first hit. Do you think Cole is now an all-time uh, feature rap yes. artist? Yeah. He has an insane run. Um, I do think it is because he has done a lot. A lot of people try to throw Kendrick under the bus and be like, yo, Kendrick has a weak uh, feature catalog, but again, he doesn't might, do a lot. I think he might be the best feature artist ever. Kendrick? No, Cole. Oh, ever. I know people probably say Three Stacks. Oh, that's definitely one. That's what people I'll say? I'll put Three Stacks over Cole. I know he had a crazy run in the 2000s. Um, I'm not familiar with every song on it. But uh, Cole's run has been like, it's some of my, like his verses on these features are better than his, like some of his songs, like he kills shit. Like my um, pretty little fears with six lack, um, sacrifices is one of his best verses ever. Um, then he has like fun songs like my boy with Wale and he's poking out with Wale. He, I think Cole, Cole's my favorite feature. If I see him on a song, I get eyes going crazy. I get maybe he's in my top ten, but I put M. I put M on, is not that good. Stop cat artist. Stop the cat. The last, <laughs> the last decade. What song have you bumped recently? Last decade. Oh, decade. He's old now. Cole isn't, isn't doing, what Cole is doing now is what Emma's doing on Recovery with No Love, um, All She Wrote, and that's a whole different generation and decade. You're saying Cole's top 10. I want to hear your name. These five that are better than Cole. Uh, Eminem. Don't put me on the yeah, spot. Yeah, three right stacks. There. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Emma. Let's do, uh, okay, I said Eminem. Drake's a good feature artist. Drake. Drake is on there above Cole. You think so? I, I, 100%. Stop playing. <laughs> don't let your bias pop in, bro. Drake, Drake is not even close. I, I love Cole. 
I think I think he's so good at elevating songs, and he's so good at like blending to whatever style they're doing. I mean, Twenty One's on a run right now, but I don't think I, I mean I wouldn't put him in my personal top five future no. artists. Oh, Wayne above Cole. You think? So? I don't think so. I think Hove maybe above him, but bruh, y'all, you're forgetting about the times, man. The two thousand. I think Cole has a lot of great features, but I think he's done so much that low key, this is kind of indistinguishable, indistinguishable between what's really, really good and what's just like, all right. Um, like, when we talk about it, the single with um, YG. What's going to right now? Right, literally. Um, Scared Money, YG, Money Bag Yo. Like, Cole. people were really guessing up that Cole verse. It was dope, but like, it wasn't like anything It wasn't incredible. crazy, but he just like has that cockiness now and just slides on it. Cole fucking world. I, mean, I didn't even like the song that much, honestly. I didn't even like the beat. I think the song's trash, but. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but I, I'm like, what kind of beat? What's the yeah. beat called? I'm like, bro, turn this shit off. But I thought Cole, <laughs> um, I thought Cole was killing his shit. Um, he, I think he just slides so um, smoothly. It's like, turn these red bonds to some Louis Vuitton. I can't fucking say it. But <laughs> um, I thought he killed it, and I Cole, that's, that's, that's my guy. Like, I got to support my guy. I um, guess, I guess. But we got some more music that came out this week. Um. Do you, do you know who Snot is? I've always seen his name. I've I've heard of him, but I'm not too familiar with this catalog. So did you did you check out Doja featuring? Ice I Rocky? did. Uh, first of all, I was kind of confused with the song. Like, is this supposed to be a brag, a diss? Like, I, I was with it. Doja Cat. Yeah, I really don't like the song. Well, he actually got a Doja Cat wrote like he wrote like Doja Cat out now or no not Doja he wrote Doja out now and Doja Cat was like like I didn't fuck you because the lyric is like yeah but he and he prefaced he he was saying. Um, I could fuck a bitch like Doja, Doja Cat or something. Like he didn't say I did. Uh, that's what it sounded like to me. But yeah, I can understand that. But I weird. Tell me what you thought about the song first. I really didn't like it. I just again, I know a lot of people are into that experimental again with the Denzel yelling, the yeah. ASAP when he gets in that experimental bag. I do not. I just I don't like those loud, obnoxious beats. It depends. I have never been a fan of this type of music. Me neither. Until Thursday, I became a fan of this type of music. <laughs> for, bro, something's addicting about it. It's like I started laughing when he was like, fuck that, fuck you, fuck that, fuck you. I was like, what is happening? But then the next time I'm in the shower and I'm like, fuck that, fuck you. And um, ASAP Rocky's verse on this, I just think he's so, he just sounds so cool on anything. Yeah. He's like, little cut, down south. What? I think he's, he sounds so chill. The music video is awesome, which made me like the song even more. Because it's like an ASAP Rocky type of video, which is like, oh. you know it's going to be like a cool-ass video when it's like trippy and stuff. I haven't seen it. I suggest, I think that might change your view on the song. Maybe, maybe I'll The verse it. by Snot is like, it's fine, but something about this, the yelling, I liked. Yeah. Not usually my style, but fuck that. Fuck. It is a mine. But I was excited to see, while I was checking that out, a Dre dropped. Um, it looks like before it was on streaming, Gary moved, but now it's officially on streaming. Uh, Snip. Are you an Office fan? <laughs> Uh, yeah, like The Office. I was like, snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, oh. snap. <laughs> like, this, song, this album keeps going on and off of streaming services. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I guess you're kind of loose-leaf project because I know Casablanca, Dre's project is coming yeah. up. Um, so I'm excited about that. Super Bowl, of course. If you don't know, we are from Ohio. So the Bengals. They're... Yeah. Neither of us are fans of the team. but I'm still rooting for them. Yeah, Joe um, Shiesty is the boy. Yeah. He's that He's that guy. He is that guy. Kendrick, drop the song. You I got think, a week. Yeah. You got a week to drop. Maybe it's Thursday. Maybe. And maybe an M. They have to because again, there might be an aftermath takeover. Because again, Snoop is dropping dropping soon confirmed. Yeah. Um, they're doing like a what, Mount Westmore album with Ice Cube, Snoop, and uh, E Forty. Um, Mary J. Blige is dropping. Yeah. So if, eventually they'll it get their sense. roll out. I'm even down for it to not even be a single, but like Eminem K. Dot produced by Dre. 
It's got to be crazy. That'd be too much. Easy. I feel like that'd be. I don't even. I don't even want to get my hopes up. I really don't. They don't. They have a song together. I mean, they do, but it's it's not bad, but it is a disappointment. Love okay. game. I'm watching my LP too. Yes, okay. They should have gone yeah. harder, but instead they're having fun and goofing around. But, I think uh, this, this song's kind of cool. Um, what do you think <laughs> about the um, currency alchemist single Half Moon Mornings? Alchemist, man. What can I say about this guy? Um, this I, I honestly, he's not only an all-time producer, but he's one of my favorites. Um, again, him coming up, starting off with Mob Deep, I am yeah. in love with their beats, and then him finding M and working with G Unit and just all that, um, amazing. So um, the production for this was amazing. Currency slid on this beat. He was doing his thing, super lyrical. If you need a lyrical song, um, take a break from all the nonsense that's very weak out there. Go listen to this Bro, track. This shit was so smooth. This is like this. These are like my type of beats. Like this is what if I was on YouTube and I saw that, I'm like, oh, I'm making a song on that beat. <laughs> it was so like. It's like smoking weed music. That's like the only way I describe it. Like it just sounds so chill. Currency just is such a smooth ass rapper, and he, I think he is. I think he's the most consistent rapper. I say so. Like ever. Like this guy drops five albums a year, and they're all good. <laughs> they are all good. Your favorite rapper takes four years to drop an album, and he fucking sucks. <laughs> Cur- oh my god, I can't say anything more about Currency. He's just, a, he just keeps doing it. He is really. And great. I'm down. Fuck. He's like. Andrew Kelly is like oh him and like they're always dropping albums yeah. and they're always putting work in, and I'm I got like one song per hey, two bro, month average. You're, you're perfecting an yeah. incredible craft. Take your we're, time we're with it. We're different. That's the biggest thing. Like I do think obviously being consistent is great. I do think it is important to take a break. Um yeah. To obviously, because think about all the great artists. They don't drop consistently. Kendrick doesn't. Frank Ocean doesn't. Adele does. Like even all the the, the yeah. big greats. Like they don't. You know you can't. But there are greats who do drop consistently. Drake does. Like but eventually what happened? What happened to his stuff? It, a lot of people are saying it's gone. True. Ooh. But like that's why you like hop on features because it's not your stuff. So Cole, it sounds like Cole drops consistently. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Like yeah. his albums come out like before this. We're it was. Um, he looked, he dropped a lot. 2014, 2016, 2018. Then 2021. Is that off season? That was nice. Yeah. Okay. So like a three year break, mm-hmm. but like he, there's so much run. stuff. So much stuff happens, like Revenge of the Dreamers mm-hmm. and all these features. Yeah, that is kind of like no one really care if Kendrick didn't drop an album. If he can just like pop on people's music more, and it's kind of like what Cole said. Like, do you want to finish your career and never have taken the chance to make arts with this person, and this person? Like Kendrick has a song with Rich the Kid, yeah. and then he disappears for like five years and can't hop on anyone's <laughs> song besides his little cousin. <laughs> I like new new freezer. You like that song? I do like new freezer. Yeah, that's a banger. I got away. I got away. Yeah. <laughs> I do the, I'm really rock when I get that advance. Yeah. Um, Kendrick, come back, man. We need you. He's got to hop on summon. <laughs> um, then we got the boys with the king of releasing consistently. Oh, yeah. Conway the Machine, John Woo Flick featuring Benny the Butcher, West Side Gun. Mm-hmm. The classic three of them coming together for one track. It delivers every time. And I was happy to see this too because this is off specifically Shady Records. So I think this is going to be on Conway's quote-unquote first. I don't even get it how that even works, but quote-unquote debut album for Shady yeah. Records. Um Absolute heat. The beat was fire. All of them killed it. Um, I just hope Kanye or Conway and um, the other two continue doing their work um, and stay consistent because yeah, they are got, really putting on for the game. We had Tana talk four dropping. I'm down oh for West Side Gun and take whatever break he needs. Please um. take a break. He, he's <laughs> been too much. I've I've re-listened to um, Hitler Wears Hermes four four A and B. It's a really good album. Mm-hmm. It could have been like. The second, the part B was even better, which is pretty crazy that yeah. part B was good. Um, but this song had so many good basketball references. I'm trying to find some. I mean, some are like simple, like my shooter coming off the bench like Kyle Korver. Um, <laughs> he said, um, I part the middle of your head like Larry Johnson. That's hilarious. Um, dude, this shit, they bar this off every single time. 
Um, all three of them, uh, top rappers of the game right now. You think? Not Westside Gun. Yeah. Yeah, top rapper. If if he would didn't drop so frequently, then maybe. Nah, he's just like not my style. Like something about it just doesn't get catchy. Hey yo. I <laughs> tell Virgil right brick on my brick. Um, Did you God. see their Jimmy Kimmel performance when they performed that? Yeah, it's hilarious. All the, all the audience is like, uh, what? what's going do, on? Do, do, do. <laughs> um, Conway's my favorite, though. I, he, something about the way he rhymes and the shit he says. Yeah. I think he's hilarious. He's yep. so smooth. The man is ha- using half a paralyzed face. Yeah. Adversity. This man's a good He's adversity. <laughs> Him and Betty, for sure. Yeah. Then our girl, Morgan Gold, dropped the single, How It Started. We've been waiting for this one for a oh, while. Yeah. Morgan, shout out to you. Um, what do you think about this one? Yeah, uh, Morgan, she's a Chicago, Illinois artist. Um, I was really honored to hear this before it came out. Um, and honestly, not even to, to gas her up, like, this is one of my favorite songs of the year so far. Like, what she was talking about really related to me, just yeah. whatever specific event that happens to you. And that was really eye-opening and that changes you in a way um, to start moving differently, yeah. to start having a different hustle. And and that just meant so much to me. Uh, if you've not checked out her previous work, especially her single, um, Waterbed, um, this girl's amazing. R&B yeah. artist as well, a little bit of experimental pop here and there, but she's yeah. great. That's what I like about it a lot, that she takes experimental beats and does it with her amazing mm-hmm. R&B voice. Yep. Uh, she kills it. This beat, I loved it. Yeah. I definitely need to listen to this one more because you're you're putting it at the top of your list so far of the year. Seriously, guys, Shout um, out Morgan. check her out. If you're really into R&B, um, experimental pop, listen, there's a lot of mainstream artists out there, but you need to check her out because she's going to be big, and I, yeah. I know she will. She's she's amazing. Um, on the other hand, a song that I thought was trash that came out. Trash? Don't say it. Nicki? Yeah. Nicki Minaj, Do We Have a Problem featuring Lil Baby. Lil Baby's verse, fine, whatever. Nicki's verse, I thought it was, I thought it was so like cringy. I, I enjoyed it. I just you thought it was it? different. I thought it was refreshing. I'm not, not going to lie. Right. <laughs> I really thought nah. it was refreshing. I liked um, I liked Nikki when she gets in her characters and starts making, making real weird uh, voices and accents when she starts going in and out, the dark voice and stuff. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I've said this for so many artists, and I'm going to keep saying it. If I could hear Nicki Minaj just over some like New York-ass beats, she's like the most New York voice ever. It's so good. Stop like... I don't need this Forever 21, like, music playing. <laughs> I, like, she clearly, like, she was the number one female rapper ever mm-hmm. up until 2017. She was, like, the, the number one, clear sales-wise. Then Cardi B and yeah. Meg Thee Stallion come in. And I feel like she's trying to play catch-up with them, too, as, like, the top um, pop rapper. And I, 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 this song was, like, I felt like it was, like, chasing them, and I didn't think it was that good. Loki, I can understand where you're coming from, because Nicki is honestly one of my favorites. I... Think she's in my top five female rappers of all time. Um, this track again, it was really good, but like you said, she's kind of chasing Cardi and Megan. But again, it's just how it is. Obviously, and when it comes to rap, yeah. rap is a a youngin's game. Um, the old gotta go, yeah. the new gotta come in. It's just how it is. When you're not hip no more, you're not hip no more. I mean, similar to what I was saying about Roddy. So after I think he is the best song on Donda, mm-hmm. um, Pure Souls, and I'm like, okay, so now you know what you sounded amazing on. So maybe like make an album like with that type of sound. <laughs> Nikki, people say you have the best verse on a classic album. That, on a song with Jay-Z, Kanye West, Rick Ross, and you have never tried making that song again? <laughs> Not even like, you should have to be some weird like monster song. Yeah. But like make a song over a boom bap beat and just murder it. Because we know she can rap. She can wrap her ass off. I don't want to see her wrap her ass off. Yeah, like you said, I think it just comes down to the beats yeah. um, and song choices. But I will say, when she dropped the same year as Cardi, I forgot the project name, Queen. Um, that was good. I mean, she did. So yeah, on, on that album, she did the um, 
not wet dreams um barbie dreams, barbie dreams the biggie so the, the biggie recreation and that song was dope she rides the beat like i want that do you remember the beat switch of the song yes that's why i hated it it's a weird beat switch she said something about jewish people in that one so that's why i remember bro lay off please lay off them y'all come on <laughs> chill with us it was about it was actually about michael rubin who we were talking about before um but yeah she that beat switch is weird she starts like rapping really fast on it yeah and i hated that <laughs> Um, an artist who actually um, responded to one of our tweets that I actually just checked out. I'm sorry if I pronounced his name wrong. I think it's Kakoa. Mm-hmm. It's called Movin. I think you should check this out. This is a crazy beat, um, really deep rapping voice, but it's like smooth. Surprise, surprise. I did hear it. Oh, you did hear it? Okay. First off, is he from the United States? I don't know. Okay. Um, is that his natural voice or is that a condenser to... to it was to, a deep voice. It was deep as hell. I said, bro, this guy yeah. hit puberty. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he sounds like the guy from um, Brockhampton. What's his name? Oh, I forget his name. Did you hear about them too? They split up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All because of fucking him. I <laughs> went dead. They, three, they were like so big in hip hop. They had three yeah. great albums and like just downhill. Yeah. Um, but go check them out. Uh, really dope. And I was, really, I really, I think it was a really vibe. It was a really good vibe in the car. Um, and his his voice, although deep, it was kind of like relaxing and chill at the same yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, then to get into our album of the day that we're reviewing, an album that I've been waiting patiently since. I mean, it's not a classic, but it's a fucking great album that he dropped before this one. Saba is back with few good things. Um, we've reviewed some of the singles on it. We've um, reviewed Fearmonger and Stop That. Um, we love Fearmonger, both of us. Stop That, I think, fits way better in the context of the album than it did as a single. But um, what do you think about this album? Um, first off, man, this album is really, really introspective. Yeah. Um, it's very almost... It gave me two... I don't want to say... To put butterfly vibes, but that's the kind of vibe it gave me because obviously, yeah. especially did, yeah. right from the beginning with free samples, the way the singing came in, mm-hmm. it kind of sounded like the guy on the end of how much a dollar costs mm-hmm. was singing. Yeah, and it gave me that kind of woke, um, intellectual, conscious, and just an honest album. And I don't know if he did that so much on um, what was it take self care or what's the, what's the project before this? Um, being, no, I think it's self care. It's not self care. Care for me. Care for me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm bugging. Um, and I really love the production choice. It was more warmth. And yeah. also, also um, he's really um, versatile. Um, in terms of this, he did a lot of yeah. new melodies, a lot of singing on this. And he also had those like aggressive songs like Stop That and the one with G Herbo, Survival, Survivor's yes, Guilt. Um, but he sounds great. His his rapping has improved immensely yeah. as well as his singing voice. Yeah, Care For Me was definitely a way darker album. Mm-hmm. Um, Real dark. Um and like it went hard, but it was it was nice to see some like more happier tones on this one. Um, I'm trying to think, my favorite this is probably my second favorite song, but this keeps happening to me. My favorite song was the interlude on, <laughs> on the album. It's one minute, and like I don't know how he heard it, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm done." Like, bro, make the song longer. It's such a good chorus. He raps melodic on it, which I really like. Um, I really wish this one could have been longer. Similar to the Roddy Rich album, my favorite song on that was 40 seconds long. <laughs> Gotta slow it down, slow it down, down, down. <laughs> Um, oh, Come My Way was also a single on this oh, album amazing. that definitely grew on me. Um, that's the thing about Saba. Like you said, he has an ear for choruses. He, every song on this, after like the first two seconds, I was already singing along because it was just so catchy. Man. And the thing that kind of surprised me on this, again, with the features, um, every track has a feature except for, of course, Stop That. But every track had a feature. So I was kind of curious yeah. how that was because beforehand. I even noticed that. It wasn't like that. Yeah, it was, it's crazy. Um, but I think they all meshed well and they all added um, their own elements um, the one chorus I really didn't like was the one where he goes like, woke up today and I'm getting a ride. Yeah. I thought it just like, 
I don't know. It just like didn't please my ears. When I, I like it when it's there. Sometimes when I hear stuff like that, maybe I don't like it at first, but I really try to yeah. understand the artist and try to like it because it's different. It's refreshing, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna respect that. You but know? my girl Mariba on that verse on that oh, song, man. she killed it. I like when she kind of raps because she did the same thing on the JID song mm-hmm. on the Never Story, and um, so she killed that. I didn't love G Herbo's verse. Yeah. I'm not a particular G Herbo fan. I know it's the Chicago connection mm-hmm. between the two, so it works for the song. So I guess it fits for the theme, but um. Uh, yeah, that was my least favorite track. I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't my favorite off the album. Um, but my favorites were still to th- to this day, man. Fearmonger, so good. That chorus, and I just I love. I don't I know. Love the something we- about I like it. it's the weirdness of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Fearmonger, uh, come my way, and back to back. I like that. Um, um, that that those tracks coming back to back. I really enjoyed that. Um, I've had Soldier, um, featuring Pivot yeah, Gang about on his kid. Yeah, repeat. Um, this feeling, uh, Joseph Chilliam, so he's a part of the Pivot Gang. That's mm-hmm. like his whole um, collective. They kill it. Then on the the um, outro of the song, the bridge about it, mm-hmm. it sounds very similar to um, Let Go My Hands mm-hmm. off um, Cole's album when Boz is singing. This song is beautiful. Then the end, there's a sample that comes in, which is like, that's how an artist hooks me in. Like when a sample quickly comes in, I was hooked on that one. Um, then I wanted to get your opinion on this. So the last song features Black Thought. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about when artists have a rapper? So how do you feel when a rapper has another rapper featured on the intro of their album or the outro of their album? For example, for Jay Electronica's album, the first verse, we haven't heard this guy in a decade, the first verse on his first album is Jay-Z. Yeah. I was like, it's a good verse. I'm like, that was weird. Like, we haven't heard you in a decade and your first choice was let Jay-Z do it. And for this, Black Thought wasn't the last verse of the entire album and it's an amazing song. But I'm not sure I'm a fan of having like, I think like the last song should be you. Solely you? Like, you can have a singer on it if you can't sing, but I think rapping-wise, maybe that should just be like, this is your final thing you're trying to get out to your audience after spending time with you. I agree. I agree more so in the intro rather than the outro. Yeah. Because, um, like, you get the Jay Electronica thing, that was kind of... Honestly, I'm I'm taking it back. That's not even a Jay Electronica album. It was a collab album between yeah. Jay-Z and, and Jay Electronica because that's your album. We haven't heard you forever. And then the first the first voice is Jay-Z. Like for intros, it should be you. Outro, I don't care so much. Um, he 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 was singing first and doing his rap stuff yeah. first, um, and then Black Thought came in later. And as long as it is a great song and it connects to what you're talking about, I think it's fine. Yeah. No, Black Thought had a very meaningful verse on it, and the song like stopped after he rapped, and like it was still two minutes left of the song. Yeah, I was confused at first. Yeah, <laughs> but like I was really hoping going into the song, I'm like, please don't have Black Thought be the last verse because I'm like, it has to be you. You mm-hmm. have to close your album out and like let us know what we're being left with. Um, song that I was kind of disappointed about was still featuring Black, Six Lack, and Smino. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I don't know, this song, this chorus I didn't love either. Smino's verse, and Smino's my favorite artist right now. Didn't love it, honestly. But what do you think about that one? I liked it, but again, it was more so towards the, um, my least favorite tracks on yeah. this project. Uh, but I still, I still thought it was good. But like you said, the chorus, um, it took time to adjust to, yeah. but it wasn't my favorite off here. I thought there was a lot more catchier stuff that was on. But in all, I think like, I think as I keep listening to this, I think it could be like an album of the year contender. For I thought, sure, I thought it was amazing. And I think it's one of the best uh, to be released so far. Um, do you think this is better than uh, Care for Me? I like to Care for. I don't know this. I, I need to give this album more time. I need to give but, it more time because Prom slash King was such an important song for me oh, yeah. on that one. But 2012 and this one is also extremely like good with storytelling mm-hmm. and being introspective. So like that could become that song for me. Yeah. So I need to give that more time. But I'm gonna stick stick with Care for Me for now. Bad. Um, 
But I guess going into that, what was your favorite? Let's just consider from February, January beginning to right now, what's been your favorite album so far of the year? Out of the January releases, my favorite projects, I even have them in order. Number one, The Weeknd, Don FM. I mean, come on, man. I yeah, thought that was amazing, the theme. You, you heard me on the You said the, the best album episode. ever. You better have it there. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, FAK Twigs, uh, Capri Songs. Really amazing. Still, go check that out. If you haven't, um, you guys, I need Adam, to check, that out, yeah. check it out. It's really, really good. Um, FAK, FAK Twigs is like the most unique artist out there. Uh, uh, Anthony Clemens also dropped um, during January as well, a four-play EP. It's a really, really good EP I enjoyed. And then last but not least, actually, no, Amber, I want two more. Amber Mark, Three Dimensions, um, R&B album, really good. Go check that out if you haven't. Uh, Shane Noir, number five, I had to yeah. include her, come on. Um, Food for Thought, and still the, probably the best rap project uh, of the year so Bars. far. And then an honors mention would be Gunna's DS4. All right. Good vibe. I'm not sure I can give five, but... My favorite, I think, is Coda still. Okay. I really like that project. Over Shay? Yeah, and not like, for different reasons. Okay. Obviously, Shay's coming in with bars, bars. Mm-hmm. I just like just I like how Coda raps. I like yeah. the beat choice he picks. Um, it's a little bit like lighter of a mood. Like mm-hmm. Shay's very intense, which is like it has a time and place when you want to get into that vibe. Shay would be number two. Or is this number two? Fuck. This is number two, Shay's number three. But Shay's like the best rapping performance. Like she raps her ass off. The rest I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why four for five. And then to end this off, we're about to wrap it up real quick yeah. before our Royal Rumble. Um, since the Two Chains album did come out, we're thinking about who is our top five ATL artists. And honestly, if there's any state out there that produces mass talent, of course, yeah, apart from New York, West Coast, whatever, ATL is one of them. It is yeah. crazy um, how many, uh, how much talent they have there. Yeah. So who's in your top five? You think? Or should I go first? Uh, I'm saying one and two are these two men right here. I'm not sure <laughs> if the camera's even looking at them. Um, three stacks, big boy. Mm-hmm. I think they have to be one and two. They have to. They're just, they're, and you better not forget about big boy when you talk about I'm three so stacks. I'm so happy you said that. He is completely forgot about or slept on. It's always three stacks. This three, Listen, three stacks is amazing, but big boy is just as incredible. Like He beats Andre a lot of the time. Literally. I, I don't know. I wish I was around that back then. Maybe it was Andre's personality that like made everyone think of him as like the star star. Yeah. But like, they need to put some respect on Big Boy's name. <laughs> um, then the rest of my list. I'm going to have some controversial ones. Because um, like, I'm going to have bias in it. Mm-hmm. J.I.D. has to be in there for me. Man, if you don't get out of here, my friend. My Listen, guy. we love we love J.I.D., but bro, stop. Bro, it's my f- second like favorite artist ever. He, he's got to be my favorite Atlanta artist. That is crazy. I'm, I'm not ranking this based on like the importance to Atlanta. Okay. But to round out that list... Man, that's some whack shit, bro. <laughs> I wish I didn't hear that. It's crazy. <laughs> Can I put like Goody Mob as a full okay, yeah, group for on sure, there? For sure. I would do Goody Mob. Thug or Future? I like Thug more. Okay. Thug. For me, I'm going to do what you did. I'm going to put Outcast as one. So Andre and Big Boy, one. Um, after that, I need T.I. Okay. Uh, T.I. is so underrated. and has such a strong pen. I think people forget that at times. Um, in terms of the new school, I need Future and Young Thug. Whether you like them or not, their influence is yeah. huge. Um, and then last, who am I missing? Who am I missing from ATL? Baby, Gunna. I'll throw in Jeezy, five. Jeezy. Ooh, Jeezy. Um, okay. People forget about him um, around 2000, 2004, 2008. He he's, was he's really He's got a popping. couple complex MVPs under his belt. Exactly. That, he slept on, slept on man. Um, but y'all, if you guys stuck to the very end, we appreciate you guys so much. I'm going to wrap it here now, but thank you so much for your support. Make sure you like, subscribe. You, you guys know what to do. You guys know what's up. Anything you got to say, Adam? Nah. Thank no. you guys for tuning in. For sure. 
and we are out. Yeah.